um, getting getting that that third party credential, you know, that affirmation from from an organization um, and, and that certification that goes a long way for for certain people within, you know, my organization. I'm sure others that that once you once they see the certification and the credential, that makes a difference to them. Welcome to another episode of the Utility Safety Podcast brought to you by Instant Prevention Magazine. Who you heard just there was Denver DeWeese. Denver is the safety coordinator for Farmington Electric Utility System, which serves 46,000 metered customers in the San Juan and Rio Arriba counties in New Mexico. But there are two other facts about Denver that make him a unique person in the utility safety landscape. One, he was named the very first ever CUSP All-Star by the USON as a result of being a remarkable utility safety professional who has earned the Certified Utility Safety Professional Credential, or the CUSP. One of the many things that makes Denver stand out against his industry peers is he is one of only a handful of safety professionals who has also earned all four CUSP endorsements in electric T&D, gas, power generation, and civil. In this episode, we sat down to chat with Denver to learn more about the process of becoming a CUSP, and how it has helped him achieve more in his career as a utility safety professional. With that said, I'd like to welcome Denver to the podcast. How are you doing, Denver? Great, Curtis. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Well, I want to start off by asking you to tell me more about your current role at your current employer. I am the safety coordinator for Farmington Electric Utility System. We're up in the Four Corners area of New Mexico, uh, based out of Farmington, New Mexico. And as the safety coordinator, I am in charge of safety over all of our divisions, which uh, encompasses generation. We have uh, coal-fired generation, we have gas-fired generation, we have hydro generation. Um, and then we've got a T&D department, transmission and distribution department, as well as technical services, uh, engineering, customer service, everything that you would assume would be in an electric utility. I'm in charge of all the all the different divisions there as far as safety goes. So it sounds like you're a pretty busy person. Very busy, yes sir. <laughs> How long have you been doing that for? Uh, the last couple of years I've been in safety, but I've been employed with Farmington Electric Utility for the last six years. Um, I've had roles in project management um, and started a, a substation uh, maintenance and reliability group uh, before coming into safety. Excellent. So, uh, so, so people in the audience can get a better feel of who you are as a person. Can you tell me where you reside? I'm sure they'll kind of gather that a little bit from your answer from previously. Um, also, what you like to most do in your free time and what is the most important part of your life? So uh, I live in Aztec, New Mexico, which is just outside of Farmington, New Mexico, a little closer to the Colorado border. Um, and so in my time off, I'm actually a full-time pastor. I'm an executive pastor at Aztec Church of the Nazarene in Aztec, New Mexico. So um, I handle all the executive duties as well as teach and preach and um, take care of, uh, take care of uh, responsibilities at the church. So that doesn't leave a whole lot of spare time outside of work. Um, so a lot of time invested in the church outside of work. Wow. So you really, really are a busy person. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. At, well, at, uh, at both, at both in, an, in the office uh, at the Farmington Electric Utility, I'm busy and always going in multiple directions. And as soon as, 
as soon as I clock out and uh, go into the other life, it, it's uh, very busy as well. Wow. Well, it's, it's a great thing to be that busy. Yeah. Um, so tell me about how you began your career and what led you to, into the utility industry. Interestingly, I started in a program in high school. So it goes all the way back when I was a teenager. We had a, a vocational class that allowed for in-class learning of electrical theory and those sorts of things. And then we got hooked up with a, a contractor that uh, for our OJT portion for our on-the-job work and have always been fascinated with electrical. And so I was able to find out what I wanted to do at a very young age. So I literally started um, when I was a teenager and uh, in some form or fashion have been in the industry ever since. So now that you're in this current role as a, as a safety professional, can you tell me a little bit more about what you really enjoy about working in safety for your utility? I've been in safety, honestly, for um, in some form or fashion for two and a half decades now. But in my current role, it's just I get to deal with all sorts of things. Um, one day is never the same might be in a generation facility, one minute out on a transmission line, working with office staff. Um, but ultimately I care about people. So I care about the safety and well-being of my coworkers and the people I work with. And that's really rewarding because I get to make a, a true difference in people's lives by doing everything that I can do to ensure as an entity, as an organization that we're doing everything that we can do to keep our people safe, to train them properly, um, which at the end of the day allows them to go home to their family. And that's a pretty big task to do, I would imagine. And, and, and kind of leading into to that, I want to ask you what you find most challenging about working as a safety professional uh, in your role. You know, it's interesting. Again, I've been doing this for multiple decades and have been um, around safety and, and had safety duties and functions for many, many years now. And it's interesting. I, I, I have connections all over the country that reach out and ask and, you know, collaborate and work on things. But sometimes within your own organization, um, you, uh, it, it's, it's interesting. You might be an expert everywhere in the world, but uh, have to use extra justification with inside your own organization. So it, it's interesting how that works, but it, that seems to be pretty common. You know, I have uh, friends and colleagues that are experts in, in utility safety um, around the world, actually, not just in the country. And that seems to be a common theme. You know, I'm an expert to those outside of my organization, but uh, sometimes within my organization, um, they want to get they want to talk to a third party expert that's outside of the organization. So um, that, that can be frustrating at times. So uh, do you. Have you found ways to kind of overcome that challenge and, and to, to find success in maybe preventing that extra layer, which may not always be necessary in, in, in the process? Well, gaining people's trust, you know, working side by side and helping people work through their problems is key. Um, one thing that, that I've done here uh, recently was the CUSP certification. Um, getting getting that, that third party credential you know, that affirmation from, from an organization um, and, and that certification, that goes a long way for, for certain people within, you know, my organization. I'm sure 
others that that once you once they see the certification and the credential, that makes a difference to them. You know, that's a good point. And I was going to ask you a bit about what inspired you to become a CSP. And you are an extremely rare heir in that you're one of only a handful of folks who have achieved all four endorsements for the CSP credential. What was your motivation for achieving all four? Well, as we've discussed, Curtis, my role and responsibilities are very broad from new construction to generation to transmission distribution, office safety. Um, so when I looked at the credential, you know, the COSP is a, a very highly recognized utility specific credential and really unique in that, that there's, uh, they're, they're looking to certify people in the industry that I've spent so many years in. So that, that was the, the first um, driver was this is an industry specific credential. And then when I started looking at getting all four, um, as I looked at each one of them, each one of them was applicable to me um, because I do supervise construction sites um, all the way through uh, working facilities. Um, the, the broad nature of the four credentials being certified in each one of those um, you know, really fit what I do at, at my utility overseeing safety. So I decided and, and that I was going to sit down and, and test for all four of them. And uh, like you said, there's only a, a small group who have done that. And I'm proud to say that I'm one of them. And then that uh, led to being named the inaugural. I was the, the first CUSP all-star uh, that was ever named. And that, that I'm so proud of being able to achieve that as well. Yes, we're very proud to have uh, been able to name you as the first CUSP All-Star as well. It really, just hearing you talk a little bit about your background and hearing how much you oversee and, and just the wide range of, of tasks you have to do, it's uh, definitely well-earned uh, and, and to have achieved the credential. Now, all four endorsements uh, is, a, is a special accomplishment. Um, you know, so as we're talking about the CUSP, there might be some listeners out there who, who are considering uh, achieving that credential as well. Uh, what sort of advice would you give to them, uh, to, to folks who are considering doing that? You know, it used to be a little more difficult with having to go to a conference or a testing center. Now you don't have that excuse. The COSP is offered online. I actually took mine online. And so that took away a lot of the excuses for me um, to get it. And honestly, your organization, Curtis, has made it, it uh, you know, been over backwards to help uh, people to get it through COVID time. And uh, so I, uh, I, don't, I don't know why anybody would wait, honestly. I think that it's a proven credential. It's a utility-specific credential. It brings, it's respected, um, very, very much uh, respected throughout the industry. So I, I would tell people don't hesitate. I, you know, I was able to be a safety professional um, various times and, and over my career and, and didn't need it. And looking back, man, I wish I would have for, for multitudes of reasons. One, you know, it forces you out of your comfort zone to get your continuing ed to stay at the forefront of what's going on with the utility industry. Um, I, I don't see any reason why somebody would... Uh, would hold back. And as far as safety credentials go, very affordable. Yeah. You, you had mentioned earlier, one of the things that uh, you're looking to achieve and, and uh, strive to do is, 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 is grow your credibility within 
the, the industry, uh, you know, and that's something that, that we feel CSP helps people do. Uh, is there any other areas where earning that credential has, has improved your success as a utility safety professional? Well, just in the networking, um, it's opened the door to network with, um, I'm, I'm on social media. I, I have a network of friends of utility safety professionals and um, most all of which from the utility standpoint are all CUSPs and it's allowed um, some commonality between uh, those folks. And so we know that each one of us, when we're giving each other advice or people are asking for recommendations and stuff that we're, we're dealing with people that are entrenched in safety in the utility industry when they carry that credential. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I give credence and credibility to, um, you know, my peers that, that carry that credential when we're um, collaborating on, on utility safety. And we'll wrap it up with one final question. Um, you know, some people have a little bit of exam fright or, or feel a little worried about taking an exam and having to pass that, especially as it, when it relates to something for their career. So um, considering you've gone through the, the exam process and have gone through all four endorsements, what sort of uh, strategy tips or advice would you give those listening who uh, maybe feel a little timid about taking the exam? You know, Curtis, I, uh, I have anxiety when it comes to taking exams. I, one reason why I put it off for so many years was um, not wanting to go through the test, not wanting to sit in the, in the testing center and all of those things. Now with the online test, being able to take it in the comfort of your own home or your office, um, that, that reduces, or at least it did for me, reduce that anxiety huge. But all the preparation that I did um, other than the knowledge that I've picked up over the years, I did online. Um, I didn't travel. I didn't have to go anywhere. And I felt, uh, I took a couple of different things with David McPeak. One of them was frontline online. I went through the frontline leadership coursework and then, um, took the exam prep, the online exam prep. Um, and he meets, he has some web classes and, and those sort of things, um, as well as will there's coursework and practice tests and things of that nature um, in the course prep. And I felt like um, after going through all of that material, meeting with David on his uh, online um, classes, being able to ask questions and interact with other professionals that were prepping for the course. Um, once I went through the frontline online and then went through the test prep course, I felt like I was um, very well prepared. And I actually, and, and this is one thing that you couldn't do before either. I actually took the base exam and all four endorsements in the same day in the same testing session, um, got them all out of the way. And after doing, doing that test prep was able to pass the, the base course and all the endorsements uh, the first time. So I, I did everything literally from the comfort of my own home in preparation and uh, was quite successful. Excellent, excellent insight. Uh, thank you for your time, Denver. Well, I sure appreciate you having me, Curtis. Yeah, Denver is our inaugural CUSP All-Star. And if you'd like to be an All-Star like Denver, we encourage you to go over to usoln.org today to learn more about becoming a CUSP. 
with that said, until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, go to our website at incident-prevention.com slash podcast to get more or search Incident Prevention wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you.